dead men sent back to their homes in buckets. What a pitiful memorial. A slurry of crimson awful, sloshing about in a slipshod grave. (laughs) It only served to bring them into striking distance of my new pets. How unfortunate their end. But more will come. My rookery is not nearly full. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM Trevor. And we're just having a ball this evening. Having a great time. Got together early to discuss our Gen Con plans. We are not going to Gen Con. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided we hate everyone. You're silly, Micah. My understanding well, is there's just simply no vehicle big enough to hold everyone. That is true. So um we actually had to discuss what we're doing vehicle wise because we're not yeah. small people except for my There's Mike an and unusual Jake. number of unusually large people in this group. I'm just glad it's that just, we settled on my pickup truck and a gooseneck trailer. Yeah. It's actually well, a hog trailer. <laughs> just to be So you could just get a twenty seven foot U Haul and take that cross country and see how much that costs. I mean, it's they did that in Home Alone, right? John Candy yeah. and, and the Poker King, man. The uh yeah, the Poker King and his. It was not yeah, you've, you've seen John There's Candy. No like well, exactly. you've, you've seen how big he is. <laughs> yeah, but was. to be fair, th- those don't have a very robust axle. Those those are not that great for weight. Well, <laughs> on a whim, I just googled how far it would be to drive. Because why not? It's only thirty-one hours for me, guys. <laughs> oh, we could split <laughs> that, Raymond. You, you right? could do that. You then take fifteen. Why would you I'll take fifteen. Fly? <laughs> when you can see so much of the beautiful countryside I've, between I've Los Angeles this. and Indianapolis, I've you're going to love Iowa. I've done. Uh, hey, my mom was born in Iowa. You hold your tongue. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I don't know. She was, I was obviously not alive. Wait, um, you don't, you don't know where I- your mother was born? Me? Who? Yeah. Are you implying you don't know where your mother was no, born? No, no, my mom was born in Iowa. I'm saying I've okay. never been there. Oh, wait, how, I obviously okay. wasn't born. When how she was far born. away okay. from the tree was she born? At least Iowa. a stone's throw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least. Um, I have done the drive from Georgia to, to my house, to California. And then I've also done Minnesota to uh, California. And both of Why? those times. Uh, both of those times, my, my friend at the time called me and went, Hey, dude, I'm driving from here home. I'll fly you out and and pay for you to just be my accompaniment. And I went, all right, we'll do it. Because I got nothing better going on in my life. And I did it. And I drove cross country twice. And it was, I mean, it was fun, but it was, you know, I'm good. I don't need to drive there. I'm going to fly out. I've done uh, Baton Rouge to Lansing several times, but that's only like 17 hours. Driving cross country sounds like a fun thing to do one time and then never again. Yep. And that's why I was okay with the first time Minnesota, I was up on the north and I came sort of like diagonal south. And then the second yep. time was Georgia. So I did that. Everything in the middle can just eat a dick, basically. So I don't think I need to visit those places. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I'm kidding. I love you all. all We're going to continue our that trend. Of flyover states. <laughs> I'm looking at the map. I'm looking at the map. We're looking at Arkansas, Missouri. No, I'm just not going to name all of them. <laughs> How would you have gone through Arkansas? 
No, that's what I'm saying. In the middle, the places I didn't hit oh, okay. that I'm missing from from those two. I don't uh, know go there. I would like to say that there's probably a, a, a certain level of mystique when you are a child going on road trips because if you just are bored. You do what I do now and just conk the fuck out. And then it's just fast travel in real life. You wake up in a completely different place. Uh, so much time has passed. And then, you know, maybe we're going to stop and get something to eat or something. There are stretch your legs to get out at the rest area because God, just sitting in a car after so long is a miserable experience. Jake, mm-hmm. you've driven me places before. Have you been doing that every time? Uh, I, I, I will say that as somebody who has driven vehicles most of their professional career, there comes a certain point where you just kind of like zone out and you will lose track of time and whatever you're thinking about. And you're like, oh, fuck, where'd the last 40 miles go? That's what I Highway want. Highway hypnosis yeah, is a thing. Yeah. Behind, somebody behind the wheel having that experience yeah, right. that drives all the time. Yep. Jake, have you ever gotten white line fever? I don't know what that is. Okay, so I got this when we were driving home. This is a cocaine thing, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. White line fever is when you've been driving for so long and that the, the white lines basically start to blur. It's like seeing a, a, a mirage or whatever it's called. I don't, I don't have that problem. Uh-huh. The problem that I do have driving in the winter months in the Midwest is the fucking glare. Holy mm. shit. It's, some people like sing, it, it, or want to say that it sucks to... to drive in snow while it's snowing and it does not have it's not fun and it's it, it does suck what sucks worse is the day after when the sky is perfectly clear and oh. it's just like kapoing, right in your fucking eyes all got <laughs> do you wear polarized like, sunglasses because that would no, help significantly uh, i've i had so it's like you know those like i don't know if it's just me but i have like a handful of items that no matter how many times i buy them and try to keep track of them they just disappear from my life and it's pens and sunglasses for me those two things no matter how many times i buy them they disappear they go Wait, somewhere up uh, 25 okay you haven't hit the right level yet don't worry okay. about it. You'll eventually be able <laughs> to keep track up. of both those things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I like every, like I have to buy pens and sunglasses like weekly. It's I'm, it's digging into my finances. Weekly. During the winter when it's really bad, you can't see because it's like, I, it's, I cannot see guys. Like guys, when audience, it snows this, heavily enough. This is why you guys have to donate to our Patreon. So we have to one time got me like the big, old person wrap around sunglasses and I rocked him for a short period of time before I lost him. Sorry, AT. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Alex, bought me a pen um, recently when I was in, in New York. I say recently, crap, this has been what? Shit, this was like 2019. Oh my God. Now. He bought me a two pens, a blue pen and a pink pen. Really cheap pens. He bought them from, I don't even remember where they're from. They're a neat little store. Um, I needed a notebook and I need some pens. And uh, he went and picked me up some, and I still have the two pens that he gave me. And they're just like, you know, half step up from a Bic. I still got them. They're hanging out in a scrapbook. No, they're in my, um, in my work <laughs> bag, so I take them places. I keep with this bag of hair. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, <laughs> snow blindness, it's real. It's a real problem. Well, so so the, during yeah, the winter months, yeah, cool like, I, I probably bought, I probably bought, I don't, yeah, no, I, I just have sunglasses. I don't. I don't well, have fancy enough insurance well, so to get like the, saying, is the those, fancy like polarizing lenses or whatever it's called transition lenses. Well, not transition, just polarized lenses because that's what the Inuits had. These they took like pieces of leather and they just did horizontal slits in them, and it more or less blocked a lot of the vertical beams of light. And that's yeah, like shutter urban polarization. shades. OG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, nope. I just spent money on sunglasses too many times. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, fair, that's fair. that's how I spent most of this last winter. It was a nightmare and I hated it. Uh, and it hurts. It gives you a massive headache after a while because you just spend so much time squinting at the ground. And then it just all kind of turns white after a while. And it's like, I got to pull over and step into the shade or like just close my eyes for a couple of minutes. Anything, something. Got to buy some more sunglasses. Hold on, right? Do you want anything from inside? You want a Coke? <laughs> I'm going to go buy some sunglasses. I have a great answer for you, Jake. This is actually, oh, I'm the God. same way. No, 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 no. This is Ray's good. This told is actually me the good. Story. No, no you told good. me the no, story. No, this, this isn't a story. This is a different story. This is not <laughs> even right. a story. This is right. something totally different. What so, died? Yeah. Get these now, words I'm come out of your mouth. now I'm confused as to what story this is, but 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 no, this is <laughs> for real because I had I'm concerned being connected to you. You told me about your sunglasses. You told me about your never ending pairs of sunglasses. You've told me about this. Okay. Well, I don't remember the story, but this is just, this is going to help you. I promise. I swear <laughs> what I'm about to say is good. I know that's hard to believe, but it's good. Okay, so I'm I, listening. I lose sunglasses constantly, constantly. And so I found that my buddy got me onto this company where they're really good sunglasses. They're polarized. This is not an ad for them. I just, just letting you, everybody know that now. Um, they are, they're 30 bucks. They're $28 for the glasses. And there's a bunch of different flavors. There's a bunch of different styles. Um, and flavors. if you lose them or break them, like I do all the time, same with you. sounds like you just go, if you've ever bought from them before, they keep track of it and it's $6 to replace them. And they send you the exact pair that you had. And it's, it gets there in like two or three days. Um, and when you buy a pair of sunglasses, it feeds 10 kids, which I think is good deed on their Man, part those sunglasses must be huge if they can feed 10 kids yeah it's crazy <laughs> yeah i thought it weird that you mentioned <laughs> yeah, flavors and then said that it glass. feeds children <laughs> they get so mad uh is it, is it like the funny glasses you see people wear like mardi gras or parades yeah, exactly or they're giant they, i'm like jake these glasses are great and they're like huge like it's super inconvenient glasses. <laughs> if it's stupid and it works <laughs> exactly no they're called shady rays shady rays um oh that's perfect <laughs> Yeah, Ray. Ray. Shady is, is that your company? It's this not my company. company. I swear it's not my company. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sell sell on this podcast, get get my brand going. No, um, no, they're awesome. They're they're super, super cool. And yeah, I lose my stuff all of the time. So six dollar replacement. I've replaced my glasses like six times because I lose my glasses. Constantly. Now does your so. six dollar replacement feed ten kids? <laughs> yes, it does. Every single glasses, every pair of glasses shipped feeds ten ten kids. They fight hunger. To what? For six dollars, are these Micah's kids? It's like <laughs> ten seeds. What? Well, that's that's what I was. I was. My buddy was like, "Dude, you're making this company lose money because if I've had seven replacements, they've only made six times seven, but they fed ten dollars worth of kids, so they're eating like thirty bucks because of me right now." And I'm like, "Well, they're gonna eat more because I lose my glasses." Why? Well, so here's much. the conceit to this: no you're not, they're not actually just giving these kids food, right? They're putting them to work. <laughs> they work in the glasses they're making glasses yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. God. yeah your glasses and by glasses I mean the plural form of glass feeds 10 kids we're gonna feed 10 kids glass yeah. <laughs> no, they get to eat once for a week's worth of work yeah it depends on how good how many replacement glasses they can get out per week too you know <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're lacking behind, <laughs> they give each of the children you eight ounces quota. of pure lard, and they have to stretch it for the week. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I highly suggest for anybody who loses glasses a lot, like me, because they are awesome glasses, um, all different styles, and they're cheap. So, well, you want to know what I wonder? Would these cool glasses have helped you see through the fog in that last combat you just had? Uh, well, so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, like, 
definitely yeah. not. Yeah. No, like not at not all. Good. They would have. They would have helped. No, yeah. not Let's, helped at all. Nope. You know what? Yeah, a stick shift would have helped me drive know. through it. <laughs> right. We said we were going to talk about stick shifts to begin with, and we just completely went off on a complete tangent. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's what we do. It's great. It's next, time, next time we'll talk about how somebody in the in the cast can't drive a stick. It's me. I'm, I'm somebody. <laughs> no, you're not. You're nobody. <laughs> well, you can't expect him to fly from the steering wheel over to the stick shift back to the steering wheel. <laughs> he, just, he just doesn't have the master the clutch. Shift. <laughs> He's grinding the gear. He's like a cockatiel. He's just fluttering all over the cabin whenever you're in a vehicle. <laughs> it's like that bird that you said died in your Jeep, Jake. I don't know really. I, no, that was like a sparrow, but Mike is built more like a sandhill crane. It's just like all wiry legs and like... Large, like intimidating wings, and then a wait. He was wait, you I chased out of my warehouse the other day. Could have yeah. seen his face on the Podiversary stream if you would watched it. it. <laughs> hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM Trevor here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one. You binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, so back to the Circle of Stones to the north of town. Uh, you were there for a memorial event and uh, the fog rolled in near the end and in the fog were these two flighted creatures. They look like almost like metallic birds of prey. Their wings were made of serrated metal. It seemed like, and they made quick work of one of the townspeople uh, feasting upon his flesh and showering everyone with gore they attacked Rin, and uh, Yosef seemed to be a particular target of their ire, especially after he killed one of them and the mate came back for vengeance. But you were able to stop the bloodshed any further, only losing one townsperson, which, yes, a tragedy. But if you hadn't have been there, imagine how much worse it would have been. But this just underscores how important it is for you guys to finish whatever you have to do in the gauntlet. Rin, during that combat, uh, unleashed some of her powers of the Cosmic Caravan, blowing away some of this obscuring mist and allowing you to uh, strike these creatures with impunity, preventing them from hiding their approach, probably instrumental in the quick conclusion at the end of that combat. Now you stand here. Two townsfolk standing here, a, a lizard folk who has tried to bury himself into the dirt. And a human you don't really recognize that took his coat and placed it over the corpse 
of his fellow citizen. You hear all speckled in blood, out of breath, after that 18 seconds of hell. What do you do? Tobin's going... (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Uh, Tobin's going to go around and check everybody for their, uh, for any wounds, see if there's anything that needs stitching, anything that needs any sort of care. Um, um, So yeah, Tobin, Tobin does the thing. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, no, I'm going to be checking everybody over. I mean, I know that I was perfectly fine. I was, I came out of that unscathed, but uh, not everyone in my party did. Um, hold on, Tovin. I uh, Rin, Rin's got some blood on her face, uh, a scratch uh, across her shoulder. Uh, cutting through her robes where one of these things dive-bombed her. Rin, I... Tovin, I could... I could use some some help if you have some to spare. That's... That's fine. That's fine, Rin. I... I, Yeah, let me... uh, Let me see what I can do. Does anybody else need healing right now? Because I can do two at a time. I just stopped bleeding a lot, but I'm still hurt a little bit. (laughs) Is that it? I'm fine. Yes, I'm quite all right. Throw you down. Okay. I'm wounded too. <laughs> yeah, you need to be treated so your wounded condition doesn't lead to your death. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so Tobin's going to pull Ratman, Yosef, over and and say, Yosef, see here. I'm going to work on you and Rin. This is this is going to take a lot of focus. And he pulls out a blindfold. And ties it around his eyes. <laughs> Why are he, you? He pulls what? out. He he puts his finger on <laughs> on uh, Yosef's uh, mouth and says, "Shh, shh, shh. Just rest now, friend." And he reaches into his kit and pulls out two needles already threaded. For us, help me. And and he's going to attempt risky surgery as he puts the needles down, and grabs two scalpels. <laughs> oh God! Oh, please don't cut me anymore, please. What are you doing uh, with that? You both take five points of damage. Oh! <laughs> and uh, I'm going to shoot for a 20. Okay, go for it, man. I've got a 13 plus an 11, which puts it at 24 plus another two for my risky surgery. <sighs> and and the risky better. surgery brings it up to a crit. Yep. As long as I pass, I get a crit. So that's 48 and plus five. Uh, it's yep, 48 plus five, uh, plus another five because I'm doing it at a higher level. Ooh, yeah, so that would be plus 10 the next level. Oh, of. that's right, plus 10, so it's plus 15. Sorry, I don't get to do this very often. My god, three. All right, you get. 32 hit points back. Wow. Wow. That's that's more than my max right now with drain two. Oh, I think that kills you. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just wraps around. It's like a glimmer overcharging you. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, as as his fingers are going to be moving uh, uh, almost faster than the eyes can register, (laughs) like like some sort of dot matrix printer, (laughs) he's... he's, uh, uh, going to lean over to Rin and, and say, uh, at some point, when you get a chance and we we get this under wraps, I'd like to talk to you privately. And he he continues uh, to stitch yeah, and then yes, of rubs course. on some, rubs a salve on the uh, the newly stitched 
wounds and gets up to attend to anybody else in the area. Um, the other two uh, townspeople are unhurt, but definitely shaken. Uh, the lizard folk, uh, when he realizes that the danger has passed, it's I have to go to see my, make sure my family's safe. And he runs, just beats feet out of uh, the stone circle, heads straight back to town. What was his name again? Was it Bingo or Dingus? Thanks Bingus. for asking me because I cannot remember. I think it was Bingus. 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 Wow, it was a combination of the two. Yeah, I think it was Bingus. <laughs> You're welcome. <sighs> that is troubling. Are we sure that none of them have attacked the town? And Ren is like, those creatures have seen them before. They're not usually native to here. They're called razor wings. They were bred by flesh warps during the Shining Crusade. They're meant to hunt down those with demonic or fiendish blood. I imagine that's why it attacked me initially. Dreadful things. Bred as weapons, then freed to roam and tend to hunt my kind with impunity in the area near where the world wound once was. Never seen them on the Starstone Isles, though. It's very troubling. I, I have not heard about them, but you said they were affiliated with the Shining Crusade? What, what purpose did they serve? They hunted down demons and fiends. The singular purpose. Then why were they after us? Or the, they still must ostensibly, eat, you know, that's... I imagine they were a breeding pair. Perhaps attacked. Uh, it's, it's hard to tell. So many odd things are happening in the gauntlet nowadays. So many, so many odd things. Perhaps they've been attracted by the gauntlet's power. It's hard to say. I just know I've not seen them in these parts. A being of good, created for noble ends, corrupted by their base needs. It's troubling. Especially when it's impervious to electricity. I don't know that it's impervious. You just have horrible aim, my friend. Yeah, well, bastards have little antennae sticking out of the ends of their opinions. It's, you'd think that zapping them do good, but damn. <laughs> I feel you, Kashak. I couldn't even hit them. They were way Bullshit, up there. Bullshit, man. Right? I threw something at it. I couldn't even hit it. You got close. True. Close is only good in horseshoes and hand grenades, though. What's a hand grenade? <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> hand grenades don't exist. They do. It's this, it's this idea do. that Alchemist I have. Alchemist bombs, right? Alchemist bombs. Yeah. This is only good in horseshoes and alchemist bombs. Rolls right off the tongue. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, the Zidian. That's, that's quite smooth. <laughs> that old chestnut. What you got to do is take an alchemist bomb and just duct tape little bits of shredded razors to the outside. And then you got yourself a hand grenade. <laughs> that's not right. That's unholy. <laughs> that's unholy. What about that is unholy? They'd be what filled you, with holes. <laughs> what, if you threw it, what if you threw it at an undead? Huh? It is an unholy hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so bear with me. What, what if we went through, we took the time to bless each and every little blade <laughs> so it does holy damage? 
I feel like this is not an exactly productive conversation. Okay, so that's a good point to take way too long. What if we did with like gelatin or like uh, like hero syrup? Something Rin, that would how are you doing? The are you feeling better? Men on the ground right here, you know. <laughs> I will be fine. I a little shaken up. I haven't had to cast a spell in defense in a very, very long time. Very long time. But I, I will be all right. Just should probably rest a bit. Well, if you're itching to cast some more, feel free to come with us to the Godlight sometime because your, your shit no. seems to fuck. It's great. No, I, I, I couldn't possibly. I can't. I can't be inside. I can't be underground. And she she begins to to kind of twitch and and look from you know look askance, and you can see some sweat beating up on her brow just at the thought of going underground. Oh, I, she's like claustrophobic. I have ter- terrible claustrophobia. I I couldn't possibly. Oh, well, I'm I'm happy that you get to work in a place with such high ceilings, wide walls, etc. I. Would you like us to help you get back to uh, the Dawnflower? Uh, she is in Rin's Wonders, not the Dawnflower. She has her own place. It doesn't even have ceilings. Shit. I, I'm yeah. quite fine. I can make I can make my way home. I, thank you so much. But please, please be on the lookout. And I, I feel that any time you waste potentially costs more lives. The faster you do what you can to stop these foul creatures from leaving the gauntlet, the better. I will be on my way. And what do you guys do? Uh, maybe do a quick patrol of the place. Um, maybe split up, go street to street. Um, just to, you know, do a quick check, make sure everything's okay, make sure nobody else is being attacked because uh, some of us can be, can take care of these things uh, better than others. We should probably pair up weak to uh, physically strong. I'll take... <laughs> Flawless. Just just flawless. That's really good. Me and Cash Act with billions. Got it. Nice. Yep. (laughs) And Yosef, you take the rest. He's going to navigate the wards under the town. God. I don't need any help. (laughs) I work alone. (laughs) Yosef, are you you sure you are okay to patrol? You might be better served just returning back to the bar. Yeah, I think we need some rest. Uh, Yosef looking like absolute dog shit is like, uh, no, it's it's fine. I can, yeah, I'm going home, actually. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> hey, Bill Cora. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. Uh, actually, yeah, Yosef is drained too. <laughs> he's, he's, he feels like shit. Right, and you're only going to lose one of those per eight hour rest, so you're still yeah. going to be drained tomorrow. Yeah, so yep. actually well, I'm, I'm going to go home and, and go to sleep don't worry about it. Solus isn't in the best shape either. He's got drained. Well, he's and, clumsy and clumsy. Yeah, yeah and and he's clumsy. got the bog mummy rot. Yeah, but I have full HP. Yeah, he's got the mummy rot that needs to be dealt with still. Yeah. Tomorrow morning. Gotta run that con check in the morning. <laughs> well, Kashak, I can walk you back to your home, back to the Warrens, and check along stuff along the way, make sure everybody's good, as long as you don't get surprised along the way. Or frightened, I should say. Not surprised. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm basically tapped out for the day. I'm pretty sure at this point, if something jumped out at me, I'd just let it eat me. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> by all means. Let's... I wouldn't let that happen. Let's go. And Bill will sort of double check, sort of take a glance at the rest of the party and be like, we're good to separate. We're good to go. And, uh, yeah. And yes, cash that's good. Wait, guys, I'm assuming, I'm assuming cash. Absolutely. Got you back. 
I'm going to cast guidance on everybody on their way home. <laughs> and by the time they walk out of the stone <laughs> yeah. circle, it right? is I was going to say, this makes yeah. me feel like you know <laughs> nothing bad's going to happen. But let's go. And uh, yeah, right. What, what, uh, which direction is seconds. home? South, uh, uh, south, yeah, south, way west. south, east, <laughs> west. Yeah, the the stone uh, circle is in like the northeast of town. Yeah, and also here, we gotta go you guys like, southeast in order oh, to get northwest. to the southwest. Let me get you guys like a cliff into the right scene so you can see broadly what you're supposed to see. So there, that is sweet, right? I would think we'd make it probably. I'd probably go this way. Ah, uh, we don't have to discuss how you get, but you guys okay. are gonna. Okay, I didn't know if you wanted me to pick a path. So you so are walking. Still, yeah, you're Cash walking. Back. We're walking back. back. Yeah, let's head uh, southwest so that uh, we can hit the trail and then go northeast. And then you gonna loop that sucker mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, because there's no entrance that that would head towards the the graveyard. Anyway. This is all immaterial. Mm-hmm. Solus, let's let's hit the west side. Sure, why don't we? <laughs> and uh, we we begin to go south uh, towards the graveyard because um, Tofen is actually planning on sleeping near the cliffs, and uh, that is where the werewolf was last seen, right? Years and years ago. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's where he plans on spending the night. So, um, so we're going to start making our patrols that way, uh, maybe through town, and then. See how construction's coming along with the the path up there from the lower part of town, and then make our way back sure. up to the graveyard for Tovin to lay his sweet head to rest. Uh, as we're walking, uh, Solus pauses for a moment. Tovin, what, as a follower of the caravan, what are your views on what happens to the soul after death? That's that's. That's left up to a, a, a god outside the caravan. We're not really concerned with what happens to the soul. What we're worried, with, uh, what we're concerned with, is the state of things and how they come back around. Everything moves in cycles. Some are long, some are short. Some of them happen at a sp- uh, speed that we can't resonate or that we can't observe because we have a finite amount of time on this this world. Then you. You you only see this as a cycle. You don't see there as being a a good or a bad, a right or a wrong way to die. There's a lot of room for personal belief, but uh, yeah, we. I mean, I personally figure that at some point, yes, our our uh, actions do denote what kind of person we are to other people to other belief systems, but to ours, we're just a cog. A cog in a very, very intricate machine. Well, Tovin, then I... I I wanted to share something with you. This morning, when when I grabbed my sword, I, I felt the presence of something familiar. So I, I, I whip out my blade, and I bear it before him. Oh! I, I don't point the tip at him. I just, you know, yeah. Just run yeah. with it. Run with it, Solus. Well, I... No, go on. <laughs> I believe that our mutual friend, Mock, his, his soul is now residing inside my blade. I believe that his drive to 
vanquish the forces of evil, particularly the undead, have brought his soul back to us. And he is now resting within my blade. And Tobin, Tobin's just going to laugh. <laughs> Mach never rested. I, well, that evidently may be the case because he was there when we were fighting in the gauntlet. Well, he's not about to rest now. If he's driving you, if he's pulling you in a direction, you follow. He's earned my respect. Despite despite our differences in beliefs, he's he's admirable. He was a great friend. I agree. I don't... This is slightly awkward, but would you like to hold the sword? How do I not make <laughs> this you- gross? Would you like to? Would you like to hold my mug? <laughs> would you like to? to Fifty different the things came to my head at the same time, and none of them are okay. <laughs> so, so uh, Tofu gets on his knees. <laughs> um, and and uh, he's he's uh, Tobin's going to stop laughing his his short little wispy cackle, and he's gonna he's going to get a straight face. Uh, bit somber and yeah actually I would if if he's there if, so I uh, I hand it over to him by the hilt and Tovin grabs it and it, it falls in, in his grasp sorry it falls in his grasp I can't do the Tovin voice while I'm describing actions um, it falls in his grasp because it's heavy and Tovin is not uh, uh a very strong character, not a very strong guy, but uh, he's gonna hold it. And it's it's got a strange warmth to it. Does anything mechanically happen? Like I have no idea. I was just curious. Oh. Okay, nothing mechanically should happen. He's gonna hand the sword back, and uh, he's he's gonna say, you know, <laughs> uh, just like mock. This thing is stout. <laughs> It it is it is a trustworthy blade. I I thought it only right to share it with you. Thank you. If uh, if Mach is in there, I I'm sure I can't communicate with him. But uh, if he's guiding you, follow him. I will. And I'm I apologize this morning for how I behaved. I know you were only angry about how they were treating you. I should have been more understanding of that. It's it's perfectly fine. I. I've come to terms. A lot has happened since then, and uh, you weren't wrong. I I still stand by my statement. If if I step out of line again, use this blade. End it. All right. Very well. Then I I suppose that's it. As long as we don't see anything else, I'm going to return to the crook's nook. Yeah, nothing uh, out of the ordinary. You see that there might be a little few more guards on the streets than normal. I mean, going with the mayor's promise to do exactly that makes perfect sense. Right? Are you going to the crook's nook or the crow's cask? You're Which one cask? Saying, uh, probably crow's cask. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. So yeah. I like to think that Solus and Tovin had this deep conversation and Kashak and Bill is the complete opposite and Bill has asked Joe how all of how, this, this, is, this is how I feel like it went as soon as we got to town. So you're telling me there's a whole just town underneath this town? And that's where you guys live? <laughs> how does that even work? 
oh, dude, it's not even like a town. Like it's it's really more of like an anarcho syndicalist commune with like different <laughs> sort of uh, cavities based on size. Like you know, I'm going to thirsty alpaca. So I feel like we'd like you know be heading towards Raymond's house, right? The question is if we're going to take a turn down Rat Alley, but so. You know, we appoint like a series of leaders on a weekly basis. And then, you know, that's when, you know, the conference is held. And additionally, there's like hundreds of us. And also, like you say, town, quote unquote, right? Like you Mm -hmm. look up, you Mm -hmm. see the sky. We're just tunnels. Like 30% of the commune is nothing but like ways to get from place to place. So there's no like shops or anything? Well, how do you you just meet anywhere? Do you just go into someone else's tunnel? No, we got to bring people to stuff. Like, we've got to bring anything that we find up, right? Anything we've been foraging for, anything we want to try to sell, we got to bring it to you guys. Eventually, it'd be cool to have, like, a, a place that we could just have a shop, but... So if I jump yeah. really hard, would you hear it? I mean, I definitely would because I'm right here. Right? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> this is silly, silly cash back. I mean, if I'm in my house and you just so happen to be in a tunnel under my house and I jump, what would happen? I got to be more careful at my house. I, I mean, we, we might hear it. Wait, what else right? are they hearing? It, you know, the, it depends on like the type of top. So it, it's, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, potentially i can keep this going if you want i got lots of questions or we can stop <laughs> yeah no down. no this is fine this is great so would i be able to fit in yeah. one of your tunnels because i'm big. oh absolutely so uh, tell me uh, like if you reach up and then also reach down like left arm up right arm down bill puts both arms up because he doesn't understand <laughs> what to do okay now that one he's gonna point at his left arm and be like put that one down and then like make your shoulders do Okay, sort of uh, follows lead. Says, yeah. Does what Kashak says. Yep, yep. Kashak is is doing like one arm up, one arm down, like normal, like spelunker shimmy through like small tunnels. And be like, uh, give it sixty thirty. I think you can do it. <laughs> I believe in you. If not, we could definitely pull you out. <laughs> How many of you guys would make one of me? Because I don't want to take up anybody's space. So are we talking like volumetrically or in terms of consumption? Like, are you, are you trying to like hang out or uh, are we just well, saying how many come to your cobalt? place for dinner and you wanted to have some friends over, you'd be invaluable. You'd be able to invite all of your oh, friends. Or me, would I my take friends up plus much? 10 at least. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, maybe I should take a trip down there. Sounds like a wonderful place. How, is there any lights down there? How do you see things? Uh, well, we can both actually see in the dark, you see. You, you know how, like, if there aren't any lights on, we can just be like, oh, that thing. Well, yeah, but I obviously prefer lights on oh, any I didn't given know. Sunday. Yeah, well, no. yeah, we can have a nice candlelit dinner, and that way it'll seem, like, extra bright. It'll be nice. So there's candles <laughs> down there that to, like, light everything, or is it just dark until someone... It's mostly dark, honestly, because, you know, when you've got, like, two people trying to pass each other in the tunnels, they got to be able to... You know, go one one direction, one the other direction. We normally kind of scurry up the sides a little bit and pick up speed, honestly, as we pass because it lets us shimmy easier. You're wild. You as a human, not you as a, a being, is just <laughs> crazy to me. I mean, it's not it's a human. Really, not as a human. You, Joe. As you a, as a being. As a just, well, thanks, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real human being. <laughs> 
you as a well you've have you ever seen my house because it's much different than yours have you been in a regular house yeah like a okay. bunch okay just making sure just making i've got sure. to like because the trade thing right but <laughs> or all anyway. the times that we've been to the mayor's house yeah <laughs> i know those are like manners i'm thinking like just a regular <laughs> humble abode like i have i mean yeah like uh i think i went in once to use the restroom <laughs> Where do you go to the bathroom down there? What is... Bill has a whole new thing of questions. Do you shower? How does oh, it work? No, we don't actually have to take showers. This It's a thing. It's called a pee trap. We've got uh, uh, water that runs downwards, but it makes sure that all the, the juices and whatnot and gases don't bubble up. It goes back into the uh, cone light. The engineers made sure of that. This is fascinating. <laughs> Yes, and? I don't even know. I don't even have another one at the moment. <laughs> oh, man. You should definitely come down. We, also, we've got like a normal entrance and, you know, we'll make room for you so you can shimmy through and not have anybody else going through and disrupt this. It, it's fine. Be great. We'd love to have you for dinner sometime. Well, what's your schedule next Thursday? Oh, Thursday, I'm completely open. I don't if, have anything. Oh, I mean, assuming that this gauntlet business is still alive, then. I would yeah. love to come enjoy. Oh, I mean, and if just, we purge the exorcism and everything, we'd, we'd adore having you. Yeah. And even if we haven't, if you got some time or you've, you're divorced or whatever, we'd love to have you. I better. I got to get home quicker. I'm going to be divorced, you know? I <laughs> <laughs> gosh, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to say this is where my turn is because Bill has no more questions. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, uh, that's you. If I'm not mistaken, at the end of the alley on the left there, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and book it back to the Thirsty Alpaca. I guess if I'm ever too loud, just sort of hit up with a broomstick and, and I'll, I'll make sure to quiet down. <laughs> I don't even need to. I'll do a telekinetic maneuver. Just kind of toss you. Perfect. Meanwhile, at the top Later, floor. Buddy. Of the rowdy rockfish, it's just Yosef in a, in, a, in a small little robe looking inside of a cabinet and in an inner monologue going, uh, Earl Grey or Jasmine? <laughs> Earl Grey. Yeah. Obviously, it's night. Nice. He reaches chamomile. for a third tin and it's chamomile. He's like, oh, of course. It's like, <laughs> something just tells me to Please take this that. chamomile. And yeah, I don't I'll, know uh, what, but some some outside force is telling me to have chamomile tea before bed. No, For it's, asthma, a, it's a horse. You? It's me, Yosef. <laughs> I, I, I can, can smell like brimstone and just hear like the word chamomile and I turn, there's nothing there. Chamomile. <laughs> I'm going to have to add the processing for the horse voice in this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Is that it? Are you guys freaking done with whatever that was? Because it was glorious and I loved it. Was it fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was good. That was really good. All right, gentlemen. It's morning. And you know what that means. I'm drained one. You're drained one. Solus is uh, clumsy. Is gone. Your drain is gone. However, you got to roll for that. Bug rut. I I also have the dazzled condition. Was that just from gone? That's just for the for the. I think it was for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Dazzled is gone. That was from uh, Rin's errant casting of glitter dust. Okay. 
Um, quick question. I I seem to remember trying to help him with the Bogrot thing, um, and I passed. He gets Does like that, a plus two bonus like, to his I don't role, remember I if he had used that. You did that on the last time. Yeah, so I don't you remember would have if he to do it again or not. Okay. 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 Nope. Nope. I already. I. I actually went to sleep, and I know exactly where I w- I'm waking up. Yep. Hand off the chest piece. Okay. That's a fortitude roll. Yeah. That's a that's a fort save, and I'll okay. give you exactly what it needs to be. Just tell me what you get. Uh, fourteen for a twenty-two. You're good. Thank fucking no God. Longer no longer afflicted with Bogrod. Okay. Good cool. job. Oh my goodness! Solus right, is at hundred. This Do you morning, want you, me to be mean here? Do, because well, yeah, that's he's not technically true. not gone. He right? has to roll <sighs> again in one minute. That's right. <laughs> All he that's did was right. move to stage oh, one. Move to stage goodness. one. That's right. You got to roll again in a minute. So just roll again. <laughs> Mike is still Mike. mad. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> he's just Look pecking his, his desk relentlessly. <laughs> he might be going for a drink. You don't know. 12 for a 20. There you go. Me to beat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly Trevor's being nicer than I would because the saving throw for Bog Mummy Rod is 21. (laughs) Shush. <laughs> no, I just mis- I just is, I actually it, just misremembered. No. I didn't look at it. No, oh, cash yeah. cast guidance. <laughs> Surely. No. Nah. But it's still burned oh, it's out. Still 21. <laughs> oh no. I just misremembered. I thought it was 20. I was looking for the save and I'm like, I think it's 20. Wow, look at that face. <laughs> it looks so bad. He's furiously scratching his desktop. <laughs> Do you like that picture? So you're back yeah. to level oh two. God, it's beautiful. You got to take damage. <laughs> Let me go ahead and roll your negative damage here, buddy. At least it'll heal back up, right? All you need to do is have Tovin give you a 10 to 11 spoonful, and he can heal back the, oh, my God. He can heal back the uh, 17 points of damage you oh just got. My what? God. Oh my god. And you're back it's to clumsy fine. one. You're fine, Solus. You're fine. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna do surgery when I see you. Thanks, Christian, for keeping me honest. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the audience is just losing their shit right now. Oh man, yeah, right? I have a feeling next week Mike is gonna look like you know how the birds, their chests are all bald because they pulled out their feathers because they're He's so molting. agitated. Molting. You know, I've I've listened to quite a few uh actual play podcasts, and man, I, I really like it when players get theirs. So. <laughs> yeah, that never happens enough. <laughs> Speaking of players getting theirs, I have to remind you guys that you guys have divine boons, right? We started that new subsystem last week, and I want to make sure that you they don't fall to the wayside because we're gonna have we're gonna we, we don't have them yet as of the recording of this, but I expect that we're gonna have listener submissions for these, and they're gonna want to hear them, and they're not gonna hear them unless you use them. I mean, Micah, don't you have a hero? I'm gonna have to up my game and get some more hero points. He could, he could. Re- I mean, he didn't call it, but I already decided not. To <laughs> well, hero, point, hero points can't. Hero points don't have to be called before the roll. Uh, I think that. I well, have no, no rules is that. written. A hero point can be called for at any point, even when it's not your the second roll, but at a successful roll. Right, right. Go Instead it, of then, being Micah, fortune, it. it's like a you must take the second roll if you call it after the fact. 
You gonna I do see- it? Uh, I I guess yeah. That's your only sure. hero point though, right? No, I have two. Well, there you oh, go. there we go. So you still have yeah. one for heroic okay. recovery. Yeah, sure. All right, for all the marbles. Um, Fifteen for a twenty-three. Okay, there we yeah. go. Yeah, mm. nice. He's showing us the die. I don't care. I trust you. You don't take that damage. <laughs> You're not clumsy. All right, Whew. cool. Uh, you wake up and and oh. scratch your neck a little bit and. It like dusts off almost like a sooty rash that looks like dirt and you pull it away and it's just like this powdered greenish brown mess and it just wipes off. Gotta take a shower. Your hand. I don't usually have dandruff. That, that's dandruffer. It's odd. Waka waka. Think happy thoughts. You might be able to fly. Gentlemen. Toby. All right. Well, that's good. You said you had plans for the morning. What you got, bud? At least for where I'm waking up. All right, let's 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 talk about it. So Tobin decided to sleep in the graveyard close to the cliffside just to keep an eye on the area where the uh, the werewolf was assumed to have passed away. Just on a weird hunch, but not really anything behind it. Uh, he just really needed a different place to stay. And after that encounter, he feels like maybe a bed is not the best place. Um, so he slept on the uh, Rajani family crypt. Oh, my God. He pulled out his bedroll and put it right on top of that bad boy and slept at a strange acute angle with his, like, kind of like Snoopy, but crossways over the crypt. So he was, uh, like, bent over backwards at a 30-degree angle. On that's both really good for the lumbar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean, as a medic, I trust me, I know. <laughs> But uh, he's going to wake up, and as he sits forward, he's going to realign all of his vertebrae. And you're going to hear it. It's just going to be like, oh, yeah, there it is. And uh, oh, God, I, I hope it. that makes it into the track. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I, that's that's one of my special talents. I can do a clock. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> he's going to get up and look around. Just kind of survey the scene. It looks like nothing's really been disturbed. He's going to roll up his, his bedroll. And uh, he's going to pack everything up and head over to the crow's cask. Try to meet up with everybody else. And on the way, just kind of take in the day, uh, kind of mull over what happened last night in his mind and and keep an open eye for anything that may have been a residual from that battle last night. Because there's no guarantee that these things only come out during the night. Excellent. Billiam, after coming home late, likely to the ire of your wonderful wife, Yvette. I walk in. I walked in last night very excited to tell her about a whole city under the ground that we live on. Um, <laughs> kept her up way past her, our bedtime. And uh, <laughs> I bet you did. Talking, of course. Is that what he calls it? <laughs> That's what he thinks it is. <laughs> talking with our bodies. Conversing. Uh, as we're talking, he's like, you have to be quiet. He's like, you have to be quiet. Kashak can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying so hard um, not to say anything uh, but Bill wakes in the morning um, some food, sits with his kids tells him uh, a not so gruesome tale of the adventures that he's been on and hopefully hardening them up a little bit his son looks at him wide eyed and pats him on the head oh, you, you'll get your day buddy, don't worry and uh, kisses Yvette and, and steps out onto the patio I should know this, but the direction of we always crow's cask is not where we normally eat breakfast, correct? That's the crook's nook. 
No, you usually eat at the Rowdy Rockfish. Rowdy Rockfish. See, what do I know? Um, so I think I'd, I'd probably slowly make my way towards there. I do, at some point, want to go sell my great axe um, because I don't need it anymore, and I just want to get it off my hands. Um, You're going to the Crow's Casks or Crook's Nook? Crow's Casks, right? Wherever we normally meet for breakfast. I know, said Rowdy Rockfish. Yeah, that's what I, is that the Rowdy Rockfish? That's where I was well, going. Well, you normally <laughs> eat at the Rowdy Rockfish, but Tovin's heading towards Crow's oh. Casks. Yeah, I'm pointing well, I'm, at the... I'm going to head towards the Rowdy Rockfish because yeah. my, my sort of plan is I normally head there for breakfast and meet up with everybody. Okay, Rowdy Rockfish sort of is the there. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, ping okay. it on the map and okay. Crow's Casks is there. Okay. Um, and where would the like armor... Like, that's Carmen so Manali, right? You're not going to want to... hate. Yeah. So you can go see him if you want, but yeah, it might be a Carmen. bad deal. Yeah. Uh, I would, the mayor said that you could go see his farrier. His okay. farrier is a blacksmith. Okay. Well, I'm not going to worry about that right now. I'm going to just sort of slowly make my way down towards uh, the Rowdy Rockfish, so I'll come down this way. And if I see Tovin, what I, I don't know how long, how early Tovin got up, would I see Tovin heading towards the Crow's Cask, or would, would I just sort of head straight there? I imagine he woke up before you did, because he yeah. has to wake up and do daily preparations and all that mm-hmm. fun stuff anyway. Well, I will. if I do see Tovin before I make it to the Rowdy Rockfish, I would meet, I would walk up to Tobin. He would probably go on the same bridge that you would. So okay. unless he already made it to the, the Crow's Casks, you would pass each other. Uh, uh, Tovin, is that you? As I approach the bridge. Yeah, Billiam, fine morning. How, how's today yeah. treating you? I'm wiping the crust from my eyes. You look like you've been up for a while. Where are you headed? Oh, that's just, that's just my face. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm I'm headed to the uh, crow's cask for some ungodly reason. I know we always meet, <laughs> we we always don't meet there, but uh, uh, for some odd reason today, I'm extremely confused. Um, is there something happening there? Do I need to go with you? No, no, no. I think I was just turned around. Well, the 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 crow's cask yeah. is on the way. So, so from where you guys are, is right anyone now. staying there? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go I uh, check on Solus. That's my excuse for going to the Crow's As Cask. As is Corvus. Corvus is staying Oh, that's true. We have not at the Crow's Cask. Corvus. Yeah, we can uh, check in with Corvus. I wonder where he was during this <laughs> this whole bout. All right, well, let's, then let's head to Crow's Cask, and I guess we should probably let Corvus know about everything that happened yesterday. Pick up Solus, and then go meet up with Yosef. While this is happening, there is a rat in a robe in a kitchen somewhere drearily sleeping way past his usually wake up time, staring into a cabinet on top of a stool, thinking to himself, tell Dane breakfast or cinnamon spice. It's a black tea, whatever it is. It has to be a black tea. Tell Dane breakfast. (laughs) Tell Dane breakfast. And then he makes a pot of tea. Joseph's been at this too long. (laughs) He never went to bed. He drank the chamomile and kept staring in the cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so yeah, we're going to head to the Crow's Cast then. Pop in and, uh, oh well, Kashak will figure it out. It's true. <laughs> he knows Excellent. where to go. Yeah, he's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would imagine that after waking Solus, you would do your morning preparations for your lay on hands and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And you'd head down to the main dining room yep, yep. of Crow's yep. Cast and you would likely yep. be there as the rest of your party begins to filter in. Is that an accurate assessment? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. gentlemen, always wonderful uh, to see oh. you here. It's. Strange oh. to see the whole gang quite so early. Yes, hello. 
Were we not meeting at the thirsty alpaca as you usual? usually eat? Rowdy meet rock at the rowdy fish. rockfish. The thirsty alpaca is a <laughs> smoking ruin. That's fuck. That's, yeah, that's where. No, that's where comes right. comes from. <laughs> I've gotten it right. <laughs> no, yeah, Yosef is the only one that has. Because he has not moved since last well, night. Because that's where we, we eat at your place, don't we? That's where yeah, we eat. yeah. And I was about to say the thirsty alpaca. Yes, that place. It's a hole in the ground. That's where we meet. That's, <laughs> yep. That's oh, where we get cashack. Were we were we not okay? Were we not supposed yeah, to meet no, at the, I was, the rowdy I was severely confused. I I figured I'd come and check on you first, and then head over to go see what Yosef's up to. Hopefully, he's not staring into a cabinet, still considering tea. Very specific. Why would you know <laughs> that? It's yeah, all that part of the caravan. It comes around in cycles. <laughs> so Kashak kind of wakes up, cracks his knuckles. Uh, I'm gonna cast mage armor on myself. Really? How long does that last? Just all day. Really? How many hours? Uh, Until your next daily preparations. There we go. Cool. Thanks, really? Christian. That's, that's rad. Hmm. I like it. Mage armor is awesome. Great. Thanks, all Christian. Right. Cool. And he's going to crawl out of the ruins and be like, crack everything. Uh, you know, it beats the shit out of porridge. Whatever somebody up top is serving, frankly. So I'm going to make my way to uh, just uh, east for now, I guess. Trying to. Well, you would be heading to the Rockfish, I assume, because that's where you typically would go, right? Yeah. That's, that's where I would due go. south for you. Oh. Too right. Then, I mean, it's still southeast, I guess. Here. I'm following the path. Southwest. All right. <laughs> I'm not too concerned about you guys moving yourselves around the streets in Otari, though. It looks like you're having an absolute ball. It's a rough town. No, we are. We're, we're like we're actually now yeah. figuring out yeah. where everything oh, is. Uh, have you guys yeah. seen Finally, the fucking, like episode? I said a map. Ninety or whatever. Two maps. No, you a did. I know. Yeah. I yeah. we we're never in the, we're never in this town for more than twenty minutes. That's the first. Well, the player's guide is like it's got the map and extensive. Like the, yeah. I'm just going to head north here. Oh, it definitely north, does. right? I'm sure it does. All right. So you head to the Rowdy Rockfish. Um, everybody is at the Crow's Casks. Are they heading to the Rowdy Rockfish as well? Uh, yeah. God, please. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Everybody, you're in the Rowdy Rockfish. Yosef is wearing a robe. He's got a cup of tea. Um, <laughs> there's toilet paper stuck to his foot. I don't know. He still looks like he's approximately drained one. <laughs> it looked like you got sleep, buddy, but just quite not enough. That's one way of putting it, I suppose. Well, and he stands up and pops a couple of small rat vertebrae in his lower back, and he's like, I suppose everybody's here for breakfast. I had the, uh, an idea. How about this morning we have pancakes? Have you ever had those? Pancakes? What I'm is- sorry, did you say Pancakes. Yeah. yeah. No, is no, it, no. It's 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 this uh daily an excuse just to eat cake batter for breakfast, but not oh. quite as sweet. You put syrup and butter on it. Hmm. I was gonna say it's not dessert time, but why not? It's basically <laughs> dessert for breakfast. Baby absu eggs. That you know, sounds I delicious. Like, I felt like treating myself after almost dying the other day. And then last night where people died again. So fuck it. Let's have a nice filling breakfast and Yosef will break out eggs, milk, and whatever other accoutrement he needs. Ground nutmeg. Flour. Be as quick. 
Yeah, you don't need much. This quick. There I, we go. I, I feel as if this is just empty calories to fatten me up. He said after drinking a morning beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody listen to Mr. Guy over here. Ooh, don't eat the empty calories. That's bad. <laughs> You, I mean, I'm still probably going to make some kind of proteins. Is everybody like sausage? Yes, I would appreciate that. Yes. yes, thank you. Sausage. Do you know what a sausage is, Keshek? Uh, you can just make that whenever. Like, I mean, I have some. We can buy some. It's. it's I, I know. We, it we is, live in a seaside town. You can just go get it. What? You can just buy that in stores. I mean, there's a stand for it. We have a butchery in town. I know. I, I used to be a butcher. Even if we didn't, I can make sausage. I didn't even think about that. I thought it was like a special, you know, seasonal item or something. <laughs> like water. <laughs> <laughs> what a callback. Oh, my God. That's incredible. I'd love some. Please. Thank you. You know, one time you can make something uh, that's called andouille if you give an alligator out of the bog every now and again, but it's it's quite gamey. It is. It's an acquired taste. It's not my favorite thing, but I don't have any of that lying around, but there's just pork sausage here, so I can fry some of that up. And he makes everybody a filling breakfast with his cook background skill. Noise. Thank you, Yosef. I... I... Greatly appreciate this after the suffering you endured yesterday. Uh, sweet, delicious eggs of Apsu. I don't think I've ever felt more satisfied except for like five times in my life. That was delicious. Thank you so much. Now right. that's so good, Joseph. <laughs> Still eating. Just... <laughs> that's a really effective mouthful uh Noises. So it's it's really good. Really really yeah. <laughs> There's no very objects. Good. That was just all him. Yeah. All right. He's got props too. All right. <laughs> uh, everybody grab all your things. Let's go. Uh, better do it while the sugar's still running through my veins. <sighs> and we head back to the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Wait, I buy a bag of flour and keep it with me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, to be fair, that, that can be very useful. That, yeah. Yeah. Pocket sand. Yep. Kind of. There's a lot of other things All I right. can think of. So, gentlemen, am I to assume you guys want to make your way back down to level three via the way you've come before? Or is there some additional exploration you'd like to do? I'm going to say you get through the gauntlet without any, uh, get to the gauntlet without anything strange, right? Um, you notice that the bog or the the swamp is a little bit more quiet than usual, though. I don't like that. No crickets. No nothing. Fewer crickets. Not silent. Just mm-hmm. a little quieter. So there's two technically areas we haven't been to. One is past that beef jerky bad guy, and then the other is the main third level. Um, well, well like, there's also the rest of the second stuff floor on the second too. level you haven't done. There's a ton of stuff we haven't done. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys remember the, the room of mist that we yeah. did not explore? Yeah, the cold That's fungus. the third yeah. level. That too. Then yeah. there's the cold fungus. Um, there's the something up in the north. In fact, let me go ahead and bring you to the second I, floor. I I'm, just, I'm we... just saying, guys, if we finish the second floor, we get that much closer to level four. 
True. <laughs> or if we finish the auxiliary building, there's a chance. We just say the auxiliary building is done, and then we could just focus on the main some, gauntlet. I want some cool class feats. Right. Hmm. So, uh, I brought you guys. I should probably just drop your tokens somewhere on the floor so you actually have vision, right? Or do you drop have tokens it. on the floor? I've got there. full vision. We do. Everybody's there. So, so, gentlemen. Yeah, okay. So, just like looking from my perspective, like check out right here, this door right here. Uh, that should take us to the same room as the uh, the cold fungus, right? But just from the yeah. opposite direction. Right. Yeah, we just never really went through there. Yeah, uh, like you if we want to head in that, that direction, running, should we? Uh, Morlock and stop resisting and sliced his arms <laughs> off and killed yeah, him at the door. Yeah. Right, yeah, let's. I, yeah, I'd like to have that. All right. Yeah, Let's not I zoom too quick so I can give you yeah. guys text of things yeah. as you go through. All right. Give it to me, Tech Daddy. You're in something that looks a bit like a pantry. There's, but there's not much left. Uh, there's some fragments of shelving. Knowing that the room that the effigy was in was likely a kitchen before, based on the design, you could assume, you could infer that this was a pantry, but it is completely empty. The shelves are destroyed. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to open this door. There's a door directly to my east here. Uh, I'm going to open that. Kachuga. Right. I'm going to step in. You look oh, at those a are, set of stairs just... going down. Uh, cool. There is another set of stairs going down to the third level. I'm going to step back out and shut that now. Yeah, I remember there was that weird thing that hurt you when we dangled you down down there. Yeah, nope, I just don't want to think about that right now. Mm-hmm. And I see this other door that if we continue to the west towards where the boat room is, halfway down that stairwell, there seems to be another door. I'm going to open that to the south. Kachuga. Oh, wow. That's All weird. Right. This is a fun room. Oh, good. Finally. Uh, it's an octagonal chamber. And the walls are adorned with swirling runes carved into the stone. And they're filled with a dull silvery metal and the floor is polished smooth as glass as is the ceiling above all etched with silvery runes and arcane markings hey um does somebody want to detect magic into this room because i do not want to walk in here um, i'll run, uh, detect magic on this room you detect nothing hmm. i'm going to take a step in and investigate. Look for traps. Are you going to roll that for me? I'll roll that for you, buddy. I feel like I would be like almost on top of Yosef. Like, I feel like I would like, if he takes a step, I'm like kneecaps right behind him. You see nothing. You, you detect nothing trap-wise. I step into the middle of the room. Can I like inspect what any of these arcane rune me, runes mean? Can I like you ar- can roll our, check? We could roll Arcana, guys. I'm going to do that. All right, I'll uh, roll some Arcana for you guys. I would also oh. like to detect magic and roll arcana. Well, I want to. You're not going to detect any other magic that somebody yeah. else didn't. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's a yeah. It's a Idiot. Lot. Yosef and Toven. Yosef, you walk in here and you, your rat feet touch the smooth floor, and you see the runes and you recognize what this is immediately. This is a teleportation chamber. What? Oh. But it's inert. Remember that? Based on the markings on the walls, you would recognize that this is meant to teleport to other similar rooms within the complex. But you must awaken them. Typically, it's a ritual or a spell of some sort. And it's usually unique to the portals that 
were created. So it's not just like a general purpose ritual. Oh. I think we just found fast travel. Essentially. This is a teleportation room. It doesn't work. I don't know how to make it work. But it's here. Does anybody else know anything about that? Has has this place been stripped of its precious metals? No, or that's why inlays? I said there's silver metal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's in, does, well, does it just need it to react. work? Yeah, it has it, to have it, the metal to need it to work. It you, did on the first floor. On the first floor, you found a small room that you uh, determined was a teleportation room, but all of the runes had been scratched out. Oh, lame. I tried so hard to get to extort <laughs> Billiam of all his coinage. Just to yeah, if you were especially determined, you could gouge all of the silver out of the walls and floor in this place. Huh. I don't want to. Uh, sounds like a waste of time. All right. This may be useful later. I I say we keep it as is. And uh, Can I roll to see what kind of ritual it take to activate this thing? Uh, I will roll over your arcana check on it. Okay. Um, it's a specific teleportation activation ritual. It's specific okay. to these uh, stones. You, you can... It's a good assumption that it would be somewhere maybe documented uh, in the library or in some information about the gauntlet itself. Huh. Okay, then. I'm going to leave this room knowing what we know, and I'm going to approach the boat room. What do I see? Joseph, be careful. Uh, <clears throat> I am most qualified to find that the traps are in this danger. seems to go from ordered hallways and floors to more of a cave. Uh, on the north end of it, you can see the mouth of a swampy flooded cavern. And there's a bunch of ruined rowboats lying in heaps on the floor. Ta- there's tangled coils of rope and a remnant of a pulley system hang from the ceiling. There is a jammed trap door directly above you as well. And you start to hear something echoing in the cavern to the north. I'm going to cast uh, Guidance on Yosef as a joke. I'm going to pull out Holandra, not as a joke. <laughs> I'm going to produce the whip, not as a joke. Yeah. Look at my compatriots and be like, there is a large creature in the other room. Are we prepared to fight it? Now, be careful. Though I will draw my sword just as a precaution. I would like to stealth out into the around this corner and see if I can spot this creature. Joseph, be very careful. It's okay. I have a hand crossbow. We're set. I also have a guidance. (laughs) You see the water sloshing. And you continue to hear the snoring. But you can't really see what's making the noise. All you see is water. In this fluttered cavern, there's roots hanging down from above. And the water's high. And the, the roof of this area drops. And the, the roof of this cavern is only about three feet above this water. And the water's murky and muddy, and there's no possible way you could see through it. Hmm. There's no light in here because we all have dark vision, right? Right. There's no light. Uh, I will say that you're started, you can see light filtering in uh, from the northwest part of this cavern. 
Hmm. Okay. Can I not tell where the sound is coming from either? Is it too echoey? It's too echoey in the room. I want to take a step forward. Do you, okay. Are you going to roll that stealth for me, or do I roll that? I'll roll it. What's your bonus? Plus eight. Okay, you're good. All right. I'm going to whisper back around the corner. It's like, I can't tell where this snoring is coming from, but there is some creature in here. Uh, I have an idea. I want to uh, look on the ground and see if there is some kind of small or like, you know, rat fist-sized stone on the ground. I mean, there's a bunch of chunks of wood around. Cool. I'm going to like walk back. I'm going to like down low to the ground, like while still looking at the water, like slowly ease back, look to the right, see my team. I'm going to look to my left down on the ground and grab like a a small rotted chunk of wood. And I'm going to look at them and wink and I'm going to chuck it into the water. And the snoring stops suddenly. And it's completely silent other than the sloshing of the water. You hear nothing. And I see nothing. You see nothing, you hear nothing. I'm going to back up five feet, look directly at the rest of them, and whisper very quietly. I still can't see it. Can we tell how deep this water is? No, it's too dark. Are we thinking we want to go in? Metagame. Are we thinking we want to go into the water or I... not go into the water? No, no, no. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> you guys don't want to do a water combat? No. There's a boat. There's all these boats. Can we use one of the boats? No, I'm Let's, not about uh, to Resident Evil 4 this. <laughs> real Captain Ahab moment going on. You can try and bait it out into a, into, onto no. flat ground. Can no. I roll a nature check to see if this is the Drake? The River Drake? Um, Is it nature? I mean, I'm I'm fairly sure, but uh, I just want to verify. I will roll the knowledge that it's supposed to be for you if you want to. Yeah, let's have some fun. Roll knowledge. Well, yeah, do it for me too. Is it society? I hope it's society. Keep rolling, rolling, roll. Tovin and Yosef would definitely recognize that this is prime location for a drake nest. It's even possible that it has its horde here. Oh. Oh. Horde, you say? Oh, don't make this attractive. We might fight it now. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Tobin's going to uh, reach out <laughs> with his hand crossbar and put it around the corner just in case. And he's going to look over at Yosef and say, it's definitely, definitely River Drake. Do you, do you really want to take this on in these circumstances? Uh, here's what I do know. If we could lure it out of the water, we send a much better chance of killing it. And if we kill it, not only do we have one less thing to worry about for the town, but its horde is almost definitely down here somewhere. If only Dennis Quaid were here. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dragonheart was great. (laughs) So I'm going to metagame. I want to kill this thing and get the loot down here real bad because I want to fight things and it's been a while and I want to finish this floor and this is the last big chunk of this floor. And Trevor just fed us a cookie. Yeah. (laughs) This may not be the floor to do it on though because it does go up to the first floor. And yeah, but we don't know where it can fit. Yeah, that's you know what thing. I'm saying. I, like, if we yeah, just but, bottleneck it, then it's just gonna like try to squeeze and fight us in there. But what I'm saying like, is that this room explicitly like is wide enough for it to fit through. 
And while it might be difficult terrain, like we might, I could lure it into this southwest corner here, and then everybody else can flood around it. Yeah, and we also have caltrops. Uh, can you set up a snare or anything? I don't have those anymore. I think. I think I used them. The caltrops on accident. I think so. Like, edit. I guess if you explicitly didn't say you picked them up, but I mean, we had like four, didn't we? Because I, it's like a set. I think we, well, I think we spent them when we slept with the purple worm, just to guard a, a one of the doors. Yeah, I don't remember honestly. We, but we never not ended up sleeping in that room. We ended up keeping watch. Oh, did we? Yeah, huh. we didn't end up sleeping in the purple room. We we slept in one of the big room. And we kept watch. Oh yeah, it's not in our party loot. I was gonna say it's still in my personal loot. So I think if we lure it into this room where the difficult terrain is in the bottom left corner, like somebody steps in around it, and I can flank, get some kind of like bonus damage on it. Hopefully avoid its attacks long enough or conversely if Billiam is the one that lures it into that corner and then like Solus and I can step out that would be better because you stand a much better chance of surviving against it longer than I do yeah I'm in for the fight I, I if if we think this is the best course of action I will follow it 100% alright let's do it worst case I can I can slide through that little lower area just like I slide through the arrow slits. <laughs> Wait, Christian, would Caltrops come with a, I don't know, some sort of adventuring kit? I don't recall seeing any of the adventuring kits with Caltrops. Okay. Yeah, they're like their own I'm separate I'm just double checking because they're in my inventory and I'm trying to figure out because I dragged that in there and I have not used much of that and it would put it in another... Okay, I'm just going to... I don't it. know if it's worth it because I'm going to want to have to step where we put them anyway. Okay, so here's the plan, William. You step out here into the boats, draw its attention, and then I'm going to ping where I'm pointing to the southwest corner. He's like, bring it to here, and we will all surround it on the other side. Tovin is going to do his best to keep us alive, and we will bring this son of a bitch down. Do we have a plan? Sounds good to me. Very well. And I draw my shield. Let's take it out. I got the whip. I'm going to switch places with William. Is there any way that we could... You know, saying that we're somewhat competent or anything, uh, um, draw or bring in one of those ballistas and have it, uh, like, fix it and point it down the hallway towards whatever could be coming <laughs> for us. <laughs> I thought they were broken. They are. Could we fix it? Could some of us, could someone from our no. group? Okay. Just one. Because I, <laughs> Trevor I already brought out the encounter tracker. This is worrying me. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Um, we're doing yeah, it. I saw that. Okay. Well, Kashak, what are you doing in there? I tried to prep. Good luck, We're guys. We're already on round three. <laughs> so here's a question. I just looked. I think I can do this. Can I start my rage before we get into combat? I think no. I think you no. have to like see your. Yeah, so it says, to be it. Go ahead. The requirements are you aren't fatigued or raging. Those are the only requirements of rage. So unless I'm, you only get a minute of it. So it depends on how much you burn trying to do the setup, right? Yeah. So yeah. Wait. I think you should just wait. Yeah. You already got your weapon out. Wait for yeah, it to come definitely. to you. Yeah, I was just, I was just gonna say. I think I'll, I will. Yeah, because I want to make a loud roar, but I, there's, I can't intimidate it if I can't see it. I'm assuming. So I'm just gonna make. I'm just gonna do a roar and then wait till I see it. Once I see it, then I'll go from there. All right, gentlemen, are you doing this? Yeah, yes, we are. Why not? I guess. All right. So, yeah. so <laughs> I guess it's time yeah. to roll for initiative. Wow. Yeah, it is. So here's a question, Brett, just before I roll. Can I say that before the encounter starts, I scream? Because I, I want to to bait it out. Because if I end up being now, last in initiative... There are specific feats that allow you to do things like that. So okay. I'm going to say no. Okay. 
Kashak, what'd you get, buddy? It's a three for a nine. Beautiful. What'd you get, Yosef? 16 for a 25. Mm. All right. Solus. 14 for a 21. Nice. Rolling high, guys, except for Kashak. I think his dice are cursed. <laughs> Billiam. 12 for an 18. Good good as well. I mean, all, all hovering around 20, right? And Tovin. Uh, 14 for a 23. Wow. Good job, guys. Nice. All right. Yosef, you are up. I am going to delay until after Billiam draws this thing into a corner. Okay. Huh. Um, Tovin. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to... Billiam is in the forefront right now, right? Yeah, he's going to be taking the brunt of everything. Okay. Tovin's going to move right here. Describe here. Right above uh, Billiam. He's actually going to be in front of Billiam at the front lines, and he's going to ready an action, and he's going to wait for this thing to show up. Okay. The end. That's my round. Sorry. All right. Uh, Solus, you're up. Okay, I'm going to move in 5, 10, 15, 20 down into the back right corner. And I'm going to raise my shield. So that's two actions. Uh, for a third action, I really have no idea what to do. Can I just, like, not do a third thing? Um, yeah, you, just yeah, you can just not do anything okay. for the yeah. third action. Yeah, so I raise my shield, and that's it. All right, excellent. Billiam, you're up. What do you do? All right, I look at I look around and I go, "Is everybody ready?" Kashak nods. Right. Yes, yes. nods. Go. <laughs> Bill sort of like looks down and then with a big mighty roar, just and pick pick sort of beats beats against his chest and stomps on the floor and tries to make a very large ruckus. I'm assuming there's like um, wooden chunks near my feet that I'm sort of kicking around and and just trying to be as loud as possible in this corner. As um, you do that. As you make yourself visible, you see a neck and head pop out of the water. Right where I didn't want it to be. And it rears back and heave a glob of green, sizzling, burning mucus at the party. And we'll see you next week. Just like the watchers from Diablo (laughs) 2. Man, that was it. Role for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>